Guess who's going to jail tonight? Guess who's going to jail tonight? Guess who's going to jail tonight? <laughs> Nicholas Obama gonna post my bail tonight. <laughs> Boy, that Kanye's like, album's still hitting though, right? It that is. New, that new Kanye. Even the, yeah, even the part tours, the remixes. Yeah. I actually really do appreciate the part one a little bit more now. Yeah. I think early on I was like, this Jay-Z verse didn't have it. It was but mid. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit mid, but now I actually like respect it a lot more, I think. Sure. And uh, but yeah, you're right. The the part two also has grown on me. And Same. I, I love how part two is the the canceled, the canceled version, version. Yeah, where it has the baby fresh off of a controversy where he said some homophobic stuff, and then Marilyn Manson, who is even worse than that, he's probably definitely assaulting people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got his. Uh, we all liars. Like he's coming through with his like his confession. Because <laughs> <laughs> he even says, "Guess who's going to jail tonight?" I think he's uh, uh, like assumed that he's definitely going to he's jail. He's the guy who's going to jail. He is the guy that's going to jail tonight. <laughs> I'm the one going to jail tonight. But the thing about Don, the thing about you know the new Kanye is that um, he just I think he just. I don't want to say re-released released it, but Spotify, like we yeah. woke up this morning and there were different versions of the tracks. And I right. feel like he, he may at some point come out with like Jail Part 3. Right, that's the thing. He's still up, just like Life of Pablo, he continues to update the tracks after they've been released. And yeah, I think after the news of uh, R. Kelly came out with yeah. all like the horrible things that he's done, yeah, I think Kanye might be taking it a step further. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be on... Jail part three or part three. Part he's three. gonna have R. Kelly. Just <laughs> guess who's going to jail tonight? <laughs> he's gonna because he's R. B. Yeah, yeah. He could. I mean, he could belt. I'm he sure. can. He, I mean, there's a reason why he's such a famous artist. Yeah. And then they're yeah. gonna Horrible come out with. They'll have jail part three, and then they'll come up with jail part four, which right. has Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> he's just keep progressively getting more and more problematic and, the, and more the final terrible. Part is part five, which has Bill Cosby. Like, <laughs> and he, wait, okay, wait. and he's not singing. He's just going putting pops. <laughs> Dang. As ad libs. Just completely spiraling out of control. And at that point, it stops even sounding good. He's like giving up on having artists that like make the music better. It's all it's just, about being a It's about, yeah, song. being the most offensive song as possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, still like uh still like the way that sounds though. Yeah, no, it's good. And and I it's funny how things like J- I think jail is and jail part two are, are perfect examples of how back then it was offensive to say just a bad word. Where now it's offensive when you add a person, yeah, who has done some well sketch shit. You you don't think that was offensive back then too? It probably was, but I feel like cancel culture wasn't really a thing back then, and mm. it's a you know, definitely a thing now. I mean, people got away with a lot of stuff sure. back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean like the sixties and seventies. I mean like it was. But now we're after them. That's why we asked like the question, like, guess who's going, going to jail, jail tonight? <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah. So welcome in to Apple Chat off script uh, recording today live from Atlanta. Not usually where we record, but we've recorded here before. We've been here in the studio today. We're joined by Nicholas Obama. He's just chilling here in the yeah, studio. Yeah, it's Nick's dog. 
<laughs> His name's <laughs> actually Henry. But uh, yeah, so Apple Chat off script, the episodes of Apple Chat that aren't about movies. My name is Benjamin. I'm here with Coos. How's it going, everybody? And Nick Heredia, Hi. recording artist. And we're actually recording in his studio right now. Uh, and we're actually fresh off of a trip to Las Viva Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. We have this place. It's called Las Vegas. <laughs> And we just had a really good time there. Uh, a really interesting time. I've been to Vegas. This is my fourth time going to Vegas. And you guys have... This is your first time. It was literally my first Kuz time. Kuz and I, it was our, both of our first times. And uh, it, it was an experience. I, I liked that we got to be with... Like, for him and I, we got to be with experienced people. Because it was you and a few other of our squad that was meeting us up there. Yeah, just yeah. Guys from college. Yeah. Um, well, it was nice to have a guide because otherwise you'll get taken advantage, advantage of it. Oh, yeah. Maybe, you know? Yeah. I, I think the everyone has their one time to get taken advantage. I think mine must have just been when I was doing automated blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> because when I did real blackjack with an actual human dealer, yeah. I was actually making some, not Boku bucks, but you know what? It's Boku bucks compared to what I make at Starbucks. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, I think... Even just not going massively in debt is yeah. winning in yes. Vegas. Oh yeah, that's my opinion. Eleven dollars is eleven dollars. I'm I'm happy I made something. Right. Well, right. also like I feel like I spent way more on food than I did gambling. The that's how they get expensive. you. That's, that's how, how they, they get you. That is how they get you. Dudes be like, um, you know, I made twenty bucks in in uh in blackjack, so I made a profit in Vegas. I'm coming back, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, they spent four hundred dollars on like fast food in between like sessions of gambling they even charge you for yeah. starbucks water they did they charged me a dollar and eight cents for a cup of water at starbucks but here's the thing it was that good it like i actually good, yeah. now after that i was like okay starbucks okay, i see that what these people are like now i see why people line up around the building <laughs> every morning to go to Starbucks. Not, now that i've had starbucks finally <laughs> I'm like, okay. Just because he's had the water. The water. I You're was so like, right, though, because you were walking around with it for a while. Oh, yeah. You're making it last. Well, well um, you know, just like I said, I mean, it wasn't free, so I was going to get every last drop. I liked, you know, e even though the food was expensive, they had their own branded, like we went to original chicken, but because they had to, the chicken is what, copyrighted by KFC, they had the, we, we had to call it chimkin yeah well i mean i, I don't know it's gonna be hard for people to conceptualize if they haven't been to las vegas yeah. but there was a lot of different like there's a food court that we ate at a lot and um breakfast I mean, stromboli was definitely yeah, the breakfast strombolis for me game was, changer it was, was great <laughs> i yeah i don't know food is freaking expensive in vegas and we pushed the limits on what could be achieved through like spending a massive amount of money oh yeah on we on so food because because we got a recommendation to go to top of the world at the strat that was okay yes. that was fun. and easily the most expensive dinner i've had but that made sense because it was a fancy dinner place but then right. again they didn't i like how their dress code was like you have to wear a belt dude yeah I, like we yeah. wore suits which we wanted to do it wasn't like we they forced that was us our to. plan but yeah. like Going into it, Damn. I was going to wear... I was going to go a little bit more Vegas with my suit. Because I, I sometimes I have to wear a suit to work. And I've definitely worn suits to weddings. And usually when you're going to something like that, you want to dress like up to code. Sure. You want to wear right. something nice and not necessarily stand out 
because you're trying to fit into whatever the organ, like whatever the event you're doing is. Sure. But for dinner at the Strat, I was like, dude, I'm, I just got some new sneakers. Let me wear these and kind of make my whole suit situation a little bit more sporty. Mm-hmm. Right. I called them up and they said, no, they said that they, this was their actual wording was, oh, that won't do. Right. And I was like, okay, fine. It is like when we look up the top of the world, the Stratosphere Hotel, it has four dollar signs on Google. Yeah. Which is the metric yep. that we use to gauge how expensive a meal is in our sure. society. Right. That's right. Dollar four signs. Dollar on signs. Google Maps. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. I won't. And then when we were walking, we literally would- shared an elevator with a dude who was wearing a t-shirt, t-shirt. and sneakers. <laughs> it was bull, bull crap. It yeah. was kind of crap. We were like the fanciest ones there. We, we were. definitely like, were. Which is fine. You know what I'm saying? We were. We flexed it. I we was happy about yeah. it. And, and, it was, and the food, like at the end of the day, the food was good. Definitely worth the money. Like I, I that yeah. made sense. Yeah. The food was good. The atmosphere was fantastic. Like oh, being able yeah. to look over the city. I mean, yeah. Las Vegas is a. You got a, to view everything in Las it's Vegas. It's got a. There's a lot of neon signs out there or, or like le- electric signs or things that you can see from far away so that was cool and uh, i liked uh, on on the the topic of food and drink i was happy that when we were gambling instead of having to pay more money for drinks <laughs> there was a person coming over there hey what, do, what are you gonna have we oh, got yeah. your id so what do you want and i'm like rum and coke please yeah yeah that is that actually, was yeah fun. that was like very nice did you uh feel like the rum and coke was potent yeah the what was really potent is when we were by the pool and we had pina coladas because oh. the rum they used, oh, they damn. like doubled the dosage. Like they, they went hard. Yeah, on. I feel like that's the, that's the secret because you got to find a way to stretch a dollar out in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Because while the pina colada was a good, strong drink, it was also 22 bucks. 22 dollars and you got to tip your bartender too. So like you're looking at more 25 25 yeah more and uh but that's compared to buying beers 12 dollars at a time yeah and and that actually gets us to to another thing that is so vegas is explaining every ridiculous thing that happens in las vegas by just saying (laughs) that's vegas that's vegas baby yeah exactly like anything that's like bizarre or like just extreme and some so many people way. sleeping just on the stairs and, and whatnot. You're like, that's yeah. that's Vegas, baby. That is so Vegas. Or you know, staying up till two or doing all these other things. You can totally explain it, especially when you go to buy just one beer and they ask you for twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Yeah. Or the only way you can justify that is by saying that's Vegas, Vegas baby. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's another good example and it is strictly a vegas thing is when the, is when someone's like hey here's my business card and it's just a naked girl with a phone number on it yes oh that's yeah. so vague that's very vague the stripper uh, trading cards <laughs> are not even strippers i think they're just straight up like they're, they're pro- prostitutes they're they are yeah. they are escorts for sure yeah, they're yeah. escorts or hookers oh dang like yeah what a, which one of those is like the political politically escort correct is, escort is, is, the, is the correct term yeah, yeah. escort is definitely the prostitute is probably a little more just government name like if, legally if not accurate well, yeah because it's not like, escort technically speaking hooker and uh, hoe are definitely the ones that are slay. okay hoe i would say is different because yeah. I, actually i don't even know Ho's does hoe imply that you get paid i i honestly it used to i actually don't want to go deeper into this conversation well, what i will say <laughs> yeah is that you? as far as like um, the correct term. It's an escort because escorts do more than like what a hooker or like yeah. um, 
a prostitute would do like an escort you could actually just like hire an escort and like have them go to dinner with you and like they could definitely just pretend to be your girlfriend if you pay them like right that's the whole point of like an escort originally yeah. and so then they like totally a lot like, of money got to, in there and be like oh, okay well now you to can pretend like, to be your girlfriend. now you can just hire this person for sex and like right. that's uh yeah but that that's why escort is like the term Got it. All right. There is a lot of sex in Vegas, and and that's such a a, a classic subject for comedians. And yeah. we went to Laugh Factory. It was great because you know I've I've seen Laugh Factory on YouTube. They it's a famous locations. yeah. It's a famous joint, and uh, I'll I'll admit I don't think that the Vegas Laugh Factory is considered like the best the one, one or or anything like that. But it's still when you go to a place like the Laugh Factory or like the Irvine or not Irvine, like the Improv, which has a location in Irvine, but also yeah. other places, they have like a certain quality of comedian that they. You, know, you, you have to right. like break a certain threshold to even be there yeah. so i always feel like going there is worth the money because you're going to see someone who's a pro or multiple people that are pros uh and that yeah that's what we did we saw uh well i don't remember her name but we saw this one Lisa. woman she was like comedian. a latina woman yeah um, and then and then uh but anyways like she it was well, the best part about going to comedy in my opinion is getting to be part of the show Yes. And oh, yeah. we sat really close. It was hilarious because when we sat down, Joey was there, right? The usual, My usual co-host on this podcast. And his seat was so... Basically, his seat was on the stage, essentially. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Like, everybody could the see him. Sure. And the first comedian that came out, which was actually the MC, kind of the host of the night, yeah. he came out and he stroked Joey's hair. Like, ruffled his hair or whatever. Yeah, just yeah, once, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just once. And he didn't even say anything really about it. He just came out there and like, Ruffles hair and then continued with like doing his crowd work or whatever. That. Yeah, and that was we- a weird way to start out the night, or like the the comedy. It was actually really late at that point. It was after yeah. ten thirty, but yeah, the it was a weird way for the, sh- the show to start. And then the Latina, the la- yeah, this Latina woman came out here and she also strokes Joey's hair. Yeah, but she yeah, was stroking like, her his hair for a whole other reason, and it may have just been because of the. That she was the comedy thing, but she definitely was her her joint in the joke was this dude so young and cute. Let me definitely like f- be flirty on stage. right. Let me be horny about yes, how young too he is. Horny to be left alive. Yeah, is pretty she, much she was. Act. She was pretty horny. And listen, there's nothing wrong with being horny as a woman, <laughs> especially in Vegas. That's not. That's not. And I'm not even saying I necessarily have a problem with it. I actually thought it was hilarious that Joey got to be such a big part of her act yeah. because oh, she yeah. was like asking how old he was and where his mom where his was. mom was and honestly gesturing at all of us because we were all sitting really oh, yeah we were all like, being right like there who who brought these guys whose children are these you know which does feel i guess kind of nice but right. at the same time it's like <laughs> we i think all like the youngest of us was still at least 25 like we're all in our mid to late 20s we're, she was at least like oh millennial over yeah, here i would make the argument that i'm the youngest one in the crew and I'm 25. You're 25, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. you would make the argument that you're the youngest person in the group. Like I there's mean, a there's a counter argument you know, to be made that somebody I'm a else year could older be. Than you well, like, well, Cam. I mean, like Cam wasn't with us at the comedy show, but he was like in the Vegas crew, and I feel like he's younger than me. Is he? But like, right? Okay, but um, he definitely Factory. is. But he wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't with us. Factory, so yeah. 
I also um, know a guy who's 18, and technically I can make the argument that he's younger than you, but okay. he wasn't there, so I, we're not uh, counting him. I'm a year older than you, Coos, and I'm actually younger than you. That, okay. uh, so he's making the argument. I'm making the argument. counter-argument to your argument. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's just Vegas, baby. I don't know That is, like, yeah. That is uh, like, this would only make sense in Las Vegas, but we... Uh, yeah, so she was she was definitely like kind of trying like not roasting Joey, but like continuously going back to like horny for him. yeah, she was like flirty, horny, horny on. She was me. like, oh, I like I definitely am trying to have sex with this like young man after the show. Is that offensive? Oh. Do you guys can you guys Did handle that? There? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's also like millennials. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? And like, like okay, like the joke was that we were clearly young boys, younger, yeah. so like. <laughs> It's like, do you don't even get, want to get me started on millennials? <laughs> oh no, I could go. Oh, I could go off the things I could say. I would say you guys. Oh my, I, I could get you guys laughing so hard <laughs> if I got. Oh my, I don't even want to go there. I'm not even gonna go. There, I though. went there, but I'm not I'm even not gonna actually go gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> millennials okay yeah need i say more yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> which uh oh, the thing man. is she was she talked about how she had a kid when she was a teenager like her yeah. son had just graduated college yeah so i don't even know i mean there's a chance she could be a millennial you know yeah because we're like on the cusp of being like we're just barely older than gen z yeah, like there yeah. are some metrics that would say that we are Gen Z or you maybe coos. You can make the argument. Yeah, the if you win the argument saying that you're the youngest in the group, there's a subsequent argument that could be had about Gen Z. You being part of Generation Z. You got a TikTok? Uh yes. Oh, I he's do. Gen Z. Oh, oh, he's so, so Gen Z. Gen Z. He's no, he's always dude. on that TikTok. Gen Zers, am I right? I know. <laughs> No, do don't not even go get there. me started. Don't, don't even get me there. started with the Gen Zers like coos. Oh my gosh, uh, the, the things, things I could say. <laughs> well, yeah, that's comedy. That is comedy. So, so and great. and then after her, it was uh, I keep forgetting Nick something. Nick Gruel. Gruel. Yeah. Was it Gruel? I thought it was Gruel. It could be cruel. Well, it's with not, a K, but like it's not. I don't think it's cruel because. Nick Thune. Oh, Nick Thune. Wasn't even Gruel or Cruel. <laughs> Damn. I think it was Not even Nick Cruelers. <laughs> That's a deep cut Nick for Krulers. off script listeners. Yeah, uh, Nick Krillers. No, no, Nick Thune, who was. He looked young as hell. He did. If you had young. told me he was like 27, I would have believed you. But he's 41. It's because he got the beard. And, and even dudes our age can have a massive beard and look 40 or something. So you never, that, it's always the beard. You never know if they're 40 or 20 something. Dude, remember when dudes, we were in eighth grade or like middle school and dudes had full on beards? There were dudes who looked like men. And meanwhile, there's other dudes next to them who didn't even go through puberty yet. Which is me for sure. I had a mustache I mean, back in, when I was in middle school. So, so yeah. Anyways, this guy Nick Thune was really interesting. He was good. Very Bo Burnham vibes because he had a a guitar. And so yeah, and, and also music. a little bit of Mitch Hedberg vibes too. Yeah, because uh, he his joke his set began with a lot of I don't even know if this is an actual thing, but like basically like two liners. Where it would be riffing, like just little riffs. Yeah, like well, I guess it's more like a one-liner. But like he would say like a statement that's kind of weird, and then he'd follow it up with a statement that would make it like a comedic punch. Sure, you know, um, and it was a lot. It was very reminiscent of Mitch Hedberg. And well, it's like a two-step, right? You set up the joke and yeah. then you, you know hit the punchline. Sure. Right? Well, I don't even know. I guess what I'm trying to say is like I, I don't know if that would still be considered like a one-liner. 
versus if there's a such thing as because the way right, he but was, it is a two stepper like <laughs> a term that a comedian would be like oh I know exactly what you're talking about that's Vegas baby I don't know what to tell you like, <laughs> all right <laughs> we're not in Vegas anymore <laughs> okay but <laughs> that's a Vegas thing we're still used to relying on that to explain everything at this point. Yeah, we've been saying it ever since we got back, and we're not even in Vegas anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was cool. Nick Thune uh, was an interesting guy, and it, it, he's been doing this act for a long time. So even though it seems in this current moment, it's like, oh, what a Bo Burnham inspired look, because like he had like the glasses on that were like kind of hippie-ish and he, he had, had the sandals too yeah sand, he has kind of good white bit, robes yeah jesus like, vibes jesus because he little didn't bit. mention jesus at one point i forgot i honestly don't remember exactly the jokes he was saying right but right. i remember him definitely being funny yeah well we wouldn't want to plagiarize him we've already plagiarized the first comedian enough yeah but oh sex <laughs> um but but yeah no, we did laugh factory uh we did we played blackjack i mean vegas was dude i got freaking i I got robbed at blackjack and by robbed I mean the norm like the majority the outcome bro. of gambling happened to me <laughs> was yeah. I just lost all my money I think one of the best things about the first night so the, so a little backstory about the first night unfortunately our, our flight was like five hours delayed it was it was just terrible for for the chip life boys um, oh my gosh yeah we had so many travel uh, troubles but as yeah. soon as we got there we got to Uber and Lyft and whatnot. We got to get to our hotel, do what we got to do. And we were like, we need to have dinner. We need to eat something. And of all the places we decided to go to, we went to the Taco Bell Canteen. Yeah. Let me tell you about this And it's not, no, it's not just Taco Bell. It's it's Taco Bell with freaking booze, EDM, DJ, like classic, not villa, but definitely private eating yeah like, yeah it's just us well yeah two screens the one of playing football the other's playing leprechaun four yeah no i mean the, the taco bell cantina is like a famous well i don't know how famous it the is legendary. but at this point it's a legend to me it's, it's a yeah, legend dude. because in a two-story tall taco bell that is basically also a club and it's got yeah. alcoholic versions of their drinks like to me that is the the, the puncher right because or the kicker rather because no other taco bell i've been to has alcohol right stuff. and we and were we were working from we're, we're trying to catch up right because yeah. all everybody that oh, we were yeah. with in vegas had been there for all several day hours, we pretty much yeah. all got baja blast freeze but we all got different liquors I, ben did you get vodka well it wasn't just a baja blast freeze the taco bell cantina offers uh yard margs yard yeah, yardstick yeah yardstick well yeah i guess they weren't margs but they were a yardstick baja blast freeze with uh, whatever choice, it was of extreme. Whatever, so it has a, li- and it, you have a choice of liquor. I got tequila, which made it like a mark for me. It was really good. right. I got vodka, and, and I got rum. rum. Yeah, you got rum. Yeah, it was very, very, very nice. And then classic. I am a. I don't know about you guys personally, but I am personally just a Taco Bell fiend. My girlfriend and I, like, that's one of the things we first bonded over when we started dating. I love Taco Bell. So having the the, the drinks was awesome, and then pairing it with the classic t- crunchy tacos for me, that was just top notch. That was a great way to start the night off, even though it was kind of late in the night since we had gotten there late. I'm glad we got to full-on catch up through Taco Bell Cantina. Well, that's what it's there for, man. Yeah, it was yeah. there when no, no one else would be there for us. That's and right. what I mean is every other place 
had a line and well, talk about Cantina just let us in. It's amazing that they let us in because then like a couple days later we walked past yes. it and it was packed. Yeah, people were like waiting in line. There's a bouncer yeah. at the Taco, Taco Bell Cantina Bell like being like, hold on, wait a second. It's it's popping off too hard in there. We need to let some people leave before I can let you oh, in. Oh, speaking of popping get off your... too hard, we have to talk about, um, and I hate to talk about it, but we have to talk about you all hate... the COVID restrictions. Like in anywhere in the world, uh, you'd think Las Vegas would not really give a shit. And guess what? They are more stricter than anywhere else I've ever seen. It was very strict. It was strict. Man. And I-, I was impressed. I was happy that they kept kind of. No, for real. I mean, like coming from South Carolina, I think I don't think I've ever been rest- like forced to wear a mask so much as I was in Vegas, which yeah. was the opposite of what I expected. If it was yeah. slipping, they were like, hey, can you pull your mask up? Right, yeah. Like if you oh, yeah. if you had it if it wasn't over your nose, like somebody would come over and be like, "Hey, put come on, put it on the mask." And, yeah. and, and oh, what are you an anti-masker? They wouldn't yeah. go that far, but they no, they wouldn't. It, it was literally just policy for them. Especially, we went to the MGM buffet. Yes, and I, I don't think I've ever seen any place as strict as that place. Like if you were even like in line and like your mask slipped for a second, the the people working would be like, "Hey, pull that up." And I and the way they were acting to me means they were probably monitored very closely for like compliance yeah because it's a buffet yeah this is yeah. like something that was illegal at one point <laughs> during the pandemic last year yeah and the fact that they even had an mgm buffet is probably is pretty wild honestly uh, the buffet was okay i definitely have i thought it was okay also i remember yeah. it being better it was kind of mid it was kind of mid. It was a little sure. mad. And also, they didn't have a, a bathroom. <laughs> that yeah, was that, ridiculous. Which that is, was rough. That's like a hilarious... Like, you can't leave the buffet. Yeah, it's like a trap card. Like, you've activated my trap card here in the buffet, where it's like, if you have to go to the bathroom, then you lose your access to the buffet. Damn. Yeah. And it was like 30 bucks to get in there, dude. Which, to be fair, like when you pay for that, you're just like, oh, that's Vegas, baby. And that, it's Vegas, uh, yeah. Vegas and it, like, I was saying, food is food, so I still like filled my plate as much as I could. But definitely a mid buffet compared to what I've had at other places. However, you know, like I said, food is food. I was happy that, um, we, you know, the, the, the buffet was nice. Laugh Factory was good. One of the things I really loved that we went to, and it was something I suggested, was uh, we went to Meow Wolf. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my Mega gosh. Mark. Yeah. Oh, Meow so Wolf. amazing. I mean, what would you even call Meow Wolf? Just like a. It's an attraction, dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, well, the way I, no, well, the way I see it is it, <laughs> the whole building was Area 15, and Meow Wolf Omega Mart was one subsection. Right. But but, probably the most, like. What, but he, what even is Meow Wolf? Is like an art collective? Or it's like, is it's it, like an art mu- museum, except kind of just. But it's interactive. Oh, not, oh, so not like a science museum, but almost like one. Yeah. They're, um, you're not touching balls that are making your... It's an experience. You're you not know? touching lightning balls that are making your hair stick up. But yeah, it's in I mean, that Google, realm. Google calls them a uh, immersive art adventure, yeah. which is probably yeah, a pretty good a way, to, way describe to describe it. It, it does say the specifically the one that's in Santa Fe, New Mexico, Coos, is a tourist attraction. Okay. <laughs> so you were spot on. You know, I, I, yeah. I mean to uh, correct you, but... It's yeah, unique and immersive art installations with multimedia elements and a mysterious a mysterious narrative throughout. Dogs. Yes, definitely okay, mysterious so that's narrative. not just Omega Mart. That it's makes me want to go to Denver and go to their Meow Wolf Meow or Wolf go cool. to Santa Fe because yeah, so the one we went to was Omega, Omega Mart. Mart. Yeah, man. And Omega Mart was initially just so transcendent. It was so very <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it basically it's like a wacky take on 
the grocery, the grocery store. Yeah, the grocery well, store sure. And, and there, there are definitely more broad strokes themes throughout. But initially, when you walk in, you're walking into this just bizarre, like slightly more uh, not abstract, absurd. but absurd version of a normal grocery store. Like yeah. they have aisles and aisles and aisles lined with products that are all kind of twisted into something a little bit strange some to examples. fit into this new world. Yeah. That is some Omega examples they had was like uh, they had dehydrated water, which is literally <laughs> just a can of air. They had tattoo chicken. It was like a chicken with all these tattoos on it. They had Doctor Supervisor. Yeah, instead of Doctor Pepper, they had Doctor Supervisor. Oh, uh, how can we ever forget corn PM? PM yeah. yeah, like it's a medication that you take at midnight. They did have a lot of corn products, like everything that you could think of made what out of corn. What is the essence of butter? Yeah, so instead of I can't believe it's not butter, they had like the same art style on the packaging, but instead it was what is the true essence of butter and the nature of my desire. Yeah, and it was just all this like philosophical, like the boxes covered with like philosophical <laughs> questions about the nature of existence yeah and of course us being chip life boys we headed straight for the chip aisle oh yeah and took a picture in front of they had these ones called rad stingers which were seemed like they were trying to be doritos but and it was like manta ray it was like a, yeah it was like a manta ray. ray on a skateboard <laughs> it was like the, <laughs> the 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 mascot and then the flavor of the chips they had there was aqua fuego <laughs> Well, it seems like an impossible combination. And they had a can of gender fluid. Like they had all oh, these non-toxic, gender non-toxic fluid. gender fluid. They had all sorts of different stuff. That well, was, it, and some of it you could purchase actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, they had this stuff called Zolg, which was <laughs> America's like forgotten, forgotten fruit. Ve- was yeah, it their or, fruit or vegetable? Um, it was fruit. It's fruit. Yeah, fruit. Okay. Okay, because they also had Zolgitos, which are like, <laughs> and it says restaurant style Zolgitos. It uh, just looks like chips like yeah. a bag of like uh, Chip tortilla, tortilla yeah. chips yeah and then they had um dozitos yeah. <laughs> which are like a sleep inspired chip <laughs> brand and there's this guy I like they had a yeah, yeah. They that had a deodorant that was an antidepressant. It's called Whale Song. <laughs> like all these different products that are just crazy. Yeah, and it was cool. I mean, you walk around, you can look at all this stuff, but then it actually goes a little bit deeper. Yeah. Because yeah. they give you this a card, this employment card, basically. Like they make you. Hey, you're, you're, you're working at Omega Mart now. Yeah, the you're, narrative is that you are like a new employee when you first go into Omega Mart. You got to scan right. your like, card. Do the training. Yeah, so the different like kiosk things. Right. And, and it, you watch like training videos and and look at like they show you advertisements for the different products they have which is really cool because you'll see like 10 percent off on zolgitos this week and then then you'll see it uh like on the shelf yeah. like it's a real product yeah. like it's yeah. very immersive and for me the thing that really hit was you walk into this thing right and it's not like there's a sp- specific direction you're supposed to go yeah. or like they're not directing you to say okay process this way and like do it quote unquote like in order, order yeah. it's just you just wander around and when you're in the omega mart everybody else around you looks like they're just shopping, shopping. at a grocery store because yeah. they're looking at all the products and it's it's so bizarre that how it feels like everyone else is living their normal lives they're not like in a weird ass place that's yeah. got these bizarre products even though you're looking at them um so that was and then everything you could touch and move and 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 like mess with like you you could pick up the phone yeah and talk to produce yeah like there yeah. was a phone in the in the meat section that called produce and anybody could pick it up and like talk to you on the other side yeah 
and there were also oh this is so cool was the Omega Mart employees there were people yes, who were like dude. working at the Omega Mart and they would talk to you in character and pretend like they actually are Until employees you, well I remember like two co-workers were like talking to each other because they were talking to oh, us we were oh, we, were, we so... were just dying when we walked in there we were laughing so hard yeah. at everything and i think they could tell that we were like vibing on everything in everything the store so they yeah. wanted to like come to in and like talk it. yeah so they came into us and like they started talking about how because we were looking at the milk aisle <laughs> silt slate milk silt, well, silt, yeah silt well milk. first we were looking at like normal milk which now has like three L's in it. I don't remember <laughs> yes. what the, the joke was for that, but it was like the cows were all like mutating or yeah, something. No. So now they have like milk. And then they had instead of silk, like the soy milk, they had silt, silt which was like <laughs> milk, milk of can, the mountains. Yeah, yeah, milk of the mountains. And we were like laughing at that. And then one of the Omega Mart employees came and told us that's like, like oh, oh, my coworker like is is too short. Like yeah. she didn't drink enough of her silt. Yeah, when she was a kid, she I, didn't drink enough silt. Which I thought was like, okay, short jokes are honestly not that funny. But like, but I thought the way they were using the product stuff, that exactly, was good enough. they were going for it. What what impressed me with the Omega Mart employees is like how deep the whole storyline of Omega Mart. Right. Because the Omega Mart itself, that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. Oh, you start yeah. you start wondering why is all this stuff so freaky like this? And then it, you start getting into the story and it turns out there's like Corruption. multiple dimensions that are coming together and like you've got unfettered capitalism. And that's, the CEO of the like who of the company that founded Omega Mart like has superpower it's a whole story yeah and at one point the like the whole omega mark gets hacked by this group of bandits yeah yeah um, like well they're like um, the rebels are trying the to rebels. they're basically rebels capitalism. are trying to take it down because there's you see on all the products there's this additive thing called additive s, s and it has like basically they they hail it as this great product that like brings you more satisfaction yes and, and but the like it, the truth of it is that it's making you addicted and it's also brainwashing you yeah and, and i love that whenever like these 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 bandits like guys they, they they hack the system they would hack omega mart sometimes and then all the employees would just shut all oh, they shut they off like freeze yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like stand there until the broadcast was finished and it was very very impressive very yeah cool. yeah i mean it, the the i think um so we were talking earlier about the way you go to these kiosks but basically you start doing these kiosks and you start getting these achievements and the achievements build on each other so you start like you start off just kind of learning about the situation but then later on you start uncovering the truth and you start taking action to either join the corporation that runs Omega Mart and, and like push their vision of the future forward I like how that's how it starts it's like this is your employee car right. Like, right but at the or, end of it yeah right or you join the resistance and you try to take down the corporation from within and if you reach like the pinnacle of one of those storylines you actually like hack in to the market that you're in, uh, the Omega Mart, yeah. and everybody sees that on the screen. So it's like a big event. It's it's really cool. All these different and and the whole time it's like not just a grocery store. You go inside the freezer or you go behind the butcher section or yeah, you go well, upstairs. One of, one of the rack from the aisles is like open a little bit and you can like walk into yeah, like it. Into a different room. In. And then you, yeah, yeah it's, and it's like crazy they back there. They have like, uh, oh, look at this display tent for your camping trips. Do you want to walk inside and crawl inside and then ch check out what else is in there? And yes. you walk and then you go literally in a tunnel to a different part of the map. Like it's it's very... Very impressive. Uh, like and, and secret entrances and like things to discover. Well, if yes. you've ever been in just like 
a like art installation you've probably seen stuff like this where it's like in this room we have like giant realistic flowers and you can see like what it feels like to be like a little bug you know amongst like huge plants like this yeah. or you can go into this room and there's like musical instruments that you can try out so this yeah. place is full of interesting stuff like that but throughout there's like this overarching theme this narrative that kind of ties the whole thing together to yeah. be one cohesive uh, thematic experience it was just so cool I've never done anything like that definitely worth the money it was fantastic and then and what's cool is Omega Mart Meowwolf was part of Area 15 which is like it's this whole building with all these different things and if you like got your tickets to Omega Mart you have access to certain other things and there I think we had to pay for another thing but but it was oh uh, yeah yeah after well we yeah we did the Omega Mart Wink we something. got so they split us into two teams yeah. Joey yeah. had his it's Joey and his team and then it was us three on a different team the Chip Life Boys that's Chip right boys. And we got all the achievements. We, we completed all the challenges and totally ascended to like true euphoria, euphoria and also took down the corporation, which is the opposite of that. So yeah. we, we, we got the best of both worlds. 100% completion um, on the achievements for this game. And then Definitely we went on to this thing it. called Wink World. Wink World. That's what it was. Which is another really artsy thing where there was just a bunch of mirrors in front of us and you kind of view a like light show. Almost. And you have like... 3D-ish kind of glasses and yeah. it's a light show with like EDM music but it was very very trippy very cool um, well, like the theme of Wink World is that like you're and like you're exploring the infinite. Yes, the yes. like the concept of infinity, which is really cool. And like another yeah. cohesive thing. Like it was really cool. I get frustrated when I go to a art museum and I see too much abstract art. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not anti-abstract art, but like right. I've gone to places like in DC where I'm just like Oh my gosh! Like this guy just took like a a gardening hose and like chopped it up with scissors and then glued it to the wall and he's like, "This is like the most ambitious shit anyone's ever done." And it's like, <laughs> okay, I, I, I again, art is in the eye of the beholder. It's Maybe there yeah. is somebody who looks at that and they're like, this is "Like I understand." everything now like yeah. Nick, this is yeah, yeah. this is like my life is different now that i looked at this garden hose that you chopped up with scissors but <laughs> but personally if i spend too much time in that realm i get frustrated and seeing something like this that does push the limits on what can be like it, like on, on reality and it's it doesn't necessarily fit into the real world it's still make sense in a way or is attempting to make sense in a way that is cathartic and that's why i really enjoyed it it was awesome i yeah i think it definitely if you haven't gone to meow wolf omega more i definitely or any of the meow wolves i'm willing to i'm willing to like put my endorsement on meow wolf in general i was just in denver not too long ago and apparently that one is popping off. People, it's new, and people are like getting reservations months in advance I like because that. It's, it's that good. Meow Wolf is totally growing because, like, the way I heard about it was on like the Travel Guide channel or whatever. It's, really? You see all I thought you heard about it on TikTok. No, but that's that's how Anthony, like another oh, okay. uh, Apple Bull Chat um, regular. guest, regular, um, he found out about. I also saw videos on like it's it's just it's growing on social media. There's different platforms that are showing how awesome this company is yeah. and what they're doing with this kind of yeah. stuff and I I also want to check out the other locations now. I, I just felt like in a like a kid again in there. Oh, yeah. like it's just Dude. so much wonder and amazing. Yeah. So. You don't really get those moments as an adult anymore and I think Omega Mart 
totally oh, sold it with that. I got one for you guys. Not only like was Omega Mart amazing, but I also met an actual like celebrity, one of the people I've been like watching and listening to in for Omega over Mart. six years in Omega Mart. Um, so uh, fans of like longtime fans of Offscript, you know, Apple Chat know that I play Magic the Gathering. I'm a big Commander player. Yeah, I'm Commander Andy. Yeah, but um, uh, I listened to the a podcast called The Command Zone. And one of the hosts, Josh Lee Kwai, who is huge in the like magic community, was at Meow Wolf. Why is he huge? Um, he so like Command Zone's like the biggest like Magic the Gathering podcast yeah. and like show. Yeah. They do a show about like twice or eh, two or three times a month called uh, Game Nights, uh-huh. where people like play either like the pre constructed decks that they release or like we'll just have like but why like play. why is he bigger than the other people there on that show? Um, just best quality content. Also, he's one of the two main hosts. It's like him and his co-host Jimmy. Jimmy Wu being uh of uh, uh was it um. Video game high school like fame. Oh. Yeah. Um not Freddie Wong, but Jimmy Wong. Um that's uh he's like the other like main. Wait, wait, co-host. Jimmy Wong or Wu? No, Wong, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. He oh, plays like... um well he plays Wu in uh uh the new Mulan movie from like twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Oh, the live action. Yeah, the live action Mulan. one. He plays uh uh Wu, I think his name is. The tall one from like the cartoon. Okay, okay. Um oh. but yeah, so that's the one uh they sing that song about uh oh my gosh what a girl We're, yeah yeah they, like, what a girl they, worth fighting for yeah yeah a girl worth fighting for yeah what do we he's, want? he's like the he well he's like the tall one or that's whatever, what he said what do we want isn't yeah. that he says yeah. that what one. do we want yeah he's a girl part. worth fighting for <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, so like dude that song slaps right, so not him Mulan but soundtrack the, slaps yeah yeah but the other co-host who's also like on like the like not the actual rules committee but like an advisory group of the rules committee for uh, commander was just there. He was experiencing awesome. Matt uh, with Meow great. Wolf. Yeah. And like, dude, the way I like that whole experience was amazing. So, first up, I am also v- straight up vibing in Meow Wolf <laughs> yes. and just experiencing Omega Mart. Yeah. I see this man who is like unmistakably recognizable, even with the mask. I was like, oh my gosh, are you Josh Lee Quiet? It's like, dang you could like recognize me through the mask and i was like oh yeah dude i watch your stuff all the time this is amazing and so he's like crew come up behind me. I was like okay i have about like a minute i was like dude listen i'm not gonna ask you for a picture because we're all like vibing in here can i at least like get like a handshake and say like what's up man um and like yeah i was like yeah dude absolutely you know he went above it's so beyond, nice to though, meet you all because he because it gets better did get a picture with him, oh I, it so did like the fact that this like next part even happened was so magical to me what happened so um, I get my handshake, you know, we have like a, a very, very brief like discussion. Then we just part ways. And I was like, wow, I shook Josh Lee Kwai's hand. 10 minutes later, uh, we are so like, we're doing like all the, the terminals and activities or whatever. And uh, Ben and I stroll up and look who it is. Josh Lee Kwai again. And I literally cannot contain my excitement. Well, yeah. Like, and it wasn't even that we were like, oh, there he is. Let's get him. Or like, oh, let's try to get his he attention was just like, again. Because he was, he already had your like organic exchange. You guys saw yeah. each other. You said, hey. But then we're playing the game in Omega Mart. Like we're doing the missions. We're trying to get the achievements. Yeah. And so is he. Yeah. And literally me and this guy are walking up to the same kiosk. I'm like, oh, you go. No, wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. You 
saying like the awkward like, like oh, okay i'm oh, sorry you know <laughs> oh and i'm like losing my mind because this is like uh, my one of my best friends talking to this tom brady of the magic community yeah and i'm just like oh my god and then like as soon as like that stopped i was like listen it's actually quiet you're so amazing can i please get a picture now and he's like yeah dude no, you, you've heard he it. not only was like yes he was like dude go ahead and pull your mask down so they can get our faces right and it yeah. was it was the type of thing where it's clear that this guy has that level of clout because he knew like the whole protocol oh, yeah. for taking a photo with, with a, a fan, fan. Yeah. which was super cool of him. And oh, like he so totally cool. didn't have to do. And yeah. it was like a really, I, I think don't know. he respected that Kuz like noticed him under the mask. I think he was like, okay, this one. He could tell Kuz is a real, real one. one. Yes, yeah, exactly. Well, also like, cause I didn't try to get a photo with him the first time. I just wanted like my handshake and just the personal recognition. I think of, he like, respected that though. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know? I think I, it's like a difficult balance to read because if you're a fan and you see one of like your heroes or one of your yeah. favorite you know whatever in public you're gonna want to get a photo but at the same time you respect them as a human yes and you're like you're out here at you know whatever meow wolf you're or whatever you're doing you're off the clock yeah exactly you know yeah. and, and you want you like them if you really do like them you want them to be able to enjoy being like a person so. yes. no and i was like i recognize that because like the first time i saw him his squad like he was rolling in with the meow wolf was right behind him and i was just like right no like, and there were a bunch I of could... like scrandos right oh, they like, were from definitely your a perception bunch... yeah from the... my perspective awesome like just his irl friends at this yeah point. and i was just like dude you know what i don't need a picture i just need a handshake and the personal satisfaction of meeting meeting josh lee kwai and then we met him the second time i was like i'm so sorry i can't resist like can i please get a picture right um yeah. and then well, it was I think like his yeah, squad dude, was already fine. doing the kiosk like at that point they, they kind of had downtime where it made sense for him to take a picture with yeah you. well because like the whole point of meow wolf is that you have to go through all the terminals well, you i think actually he was don't on the second have to yeah you don't have that to was actually the- yeah you can just go around and look at all the stuff because honestly the missions were kind of hard and some of them weren't that hard, but people made them. Hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, we dude. waited in line so long sometimes, to do some of the and we're games. just watching the morons in front of us who can't figure out the puzzle. Oh my god! Like yeah. we waited for like it had to be over ten minutes. And that's the thing we to to leave our hotel whenever we weren't walking the strip. We would Uber and Lyft. So and w- which means we got to drink and whatnot. So we're already kind of in talk. We're kind of vibey, not hashtag like not sober well we're, yeah we're not necessarily in like our most galaxy brained mindsets exactly. to be solving yeah. t- difficult puzzles however yeah. we even us in those state of minds were able to easily figure out these things okay not all of them were easy no, but there no. was this but, one in particular that we sat there waiting and people in front of us were like giving up and, and like claiming that it's broken Walking and, away. Yeah, walking away after doing it for like 15, 20 minutes. Like right. making us wait a for a super long. Line a behind huge us. line for me. And like this is a thing where it's like you can't not do it if you want to get all the achievements. You yeah. have to. You have to do it. And then we walk up to it and just do, 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 and finish it in five seconds. Yeah, dude, it's amazing. And, and I was doing the LeBron James like push down thing <laughs> and like hitting your chest because... It was so easy, and these people just made. It. Anyways, I don't know. I feel like I'm just you like were born for Omega Mart is what you're saying. It's hard to tell what I'm exactly talking about, but <laughs> it was bullshit how long it took them, and yeah. we made it look easy. We made Definitely. it look easy, and then like also there was waiting on the like computer terminals, and like that was a whole like choke point. Yeah, at one yeah. Point. Like, one of the things about Vegas that I really appreciated um, walking past was all the different stuff that's there like Bruno Mars was there this weekend. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, um, there was uh, like tons of other. 
people you may have forgotten about Jabberwockies. Jabberwockies like literally have a I wouldn't even know if you call it a residency but like they're in the MGM Grand like permanently like that's where you can see them perform Carrot Top is still performing (laughs) in Vegas and they even have like the greatest illusionist of all time David David Copperfield Copperfield. he has his own theater yeah and yeah just in the MGM just like uh, just like the Jabberwockies and he is uh, the thing is we like David Copperfield actually. I've like, seen him live. He's great. Yeah. He is a he's good a really magician. good illusion. Yeah. And but I we, love how he promotes his stuff because because we saw so many promotional videos of check out his new show. His new There's show, dinosaurs. His, yeah, his new show has like <laughs> dinosaurs in it, and we were we were thinking like, what if David Copperfield like. <laughs> Tries only, to like he tries to convince you that the dinosaurs oh yeah are real. Are real. This is real. It's like oh yeah, it's real. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like wait okay it's hold real. on and but like David Copperfield even though he is a great illusionist and he does make these dinosaurs like move and stuff he doesn't know that dinosaurs are not are stuff. not just the bones that you see in the museum. <laughs> He's seen Night at the Museum once and yeah. he was like that's what dinosaurs look like. I'm totally it, like, I'm putting, putting that in my, my show. show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> and he's like. He's sitting there with uh, like whenever like the performance starts and he's like doing all these cool illusions. And the thing about magic is, even though it's not real, they're trying to make you believe it is. That right? it is. Yeah. So then the dinosaur right. like walks out onto the stage and it's a fucking skeleton. <laughs> and he's like, ladies oh, yeah. and gentlemen, this is real. Like this dinosaur <laughs> is alive. Brought to you from big eons ago the crustacean period yeah this dino i brought it the crustacean time traveled it forward and the dinosaur is here live in the theater today and ladies and gentlemen oh yeah it's It's real real. (laughs) (laughs) and it's like listen you're a really good illusionist but like (laughs) how can you convince me that this is i can see the wires (laughs) i can see the wiring on its like armpit and he's just too at this point like he's been doing it so long that he's completely like convinced lost track of what is real and what isn't anymore and his act and he's like ladies and gentlemen (laughs) oh yeah it is real it is totally real i also another thing i love from the from just the vegas strip was uh besides Taco Bell was also CVS and the reason I say CVS is even though you could get CVS anywhere is that they had four dollar like that was the cheapest kind of booze you could get was the uh, tall oh boys. yeah the tall boys yeah, 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 yeah. four dollar tall boys four dollar tall yeah I mean pro tip for anybody who's balling on a budget in Vegas if you want to you know keep the drinks flowing just walk on the strip and get yourself some tall boys at the CVS that's probably probably the most bang for your buck as yes. far as that goes but also if you're trying to ball on a budget just go ahead and don't go to vegas don't go to vegas <laughs> yeah <laughs> but th- one of the lessons i learned about vegas because this is still my first time and Coos's first time yeah i i thought you had to just be filthy stinking rich to really enjoy vegas and you you don't you can you can actually i still was able to come back and just be like okay i lost a little bit of money but what like i still am not <laughs> Yeah, bankrupt here. No, I definitely think that Vegas is a lot more affordable than I thought it was yes. going to be. Like I thought you, are, I was blowing like thousands of dollars. You have to amount and, for food and drink. Yeah, but. Dude, like, well, like I spent only half of my like gambling budget, and then I spent like you know three times as much on food than I actually did gambling. Sure. So like you I- know for me. You know, it was just like it was great that I wasn't actually like throwing away thousands of dollars. So like that's cool. Um, I don't but, know what uh, you guys are on about. I feel like Vegas is the number one place to lose money. Like there's <laughs> no faster way to go through oh, your, no. well, like, your checking account than 
by visiting Vegas. Well, and that's spending why like, time I'm so appreciative. I had a guide because um, I just like that like we planned after, ahead. We've been kind of planning. We were planning this trip for months ahead we of were, time. Well, you kind of have to with you know, COVID. But uh, like, dude, having a guide in Vegas was like what kept me from losing way more money. Because like I played the slots and like the electronic blackjack or whatever just to like oh. just to like learn and. Yeah, after like 30 bucks, it's just like, okay, well, this is why you don't do this. And then, you know, you go to the real blackjack tables, oh, and that's where like the fun and was, the money is at. I lived so. out my Vegas dream at those blackjack I tables. Really, yeah, dude. I really respect uh, the trade of, or, or like the, the, you know, the job of being a dealer, dealer I guess you would yeah, say. Yeah, no, that's a dealer. Blackjack dealer, uh, poker dealer, because it's so practiced. All their motions that they do and understanding the game and never making like math errors, you know? Yeah. Which it's like, oh, dude, it's literally what? You can't count to 21 or like around there. Like, but when you to high stakes, like there's a lot of money on the table, like you can't mess up. Okay? Yeah. And it was nice. They though, would tell you like the amount that you had. If you, no, like, no, no, I, I, no, I'm not talking about the players the players you can mess up because all that's going to happen is you're going to lose all your money but sometimes but, even the dealer would be like oh you should double like they be they would kind of not help you out but in a way they would well i'm not even i'm not even talking about in the sense of like oh they hit when they shouldn't have hit because yeah. the dealer there's rules they have to follow i'm talking about they have to remember all that stuff like make sure they're handling all this money constantly yeah, yeah. like I, I just think it's a lot of pressure that you could potentially sure. mess up on and also but i also just respect the practiced motions because the yeah. way they deal the cards out is so slick you cut the cards yes and then when they when they beat you and they like get a really lucky draw and they get 21 they're like they like do like a shrug and they're like oh like, right. what, like what can i do you know like it's not it yeah. yeah it definitely was very nice. I, yeah. I enjoy, and like I said, I, I lived out my Vegas dream because because most of my Vegas preemptive, you know, or um, uh, you know, getting to to Vegas, it, it was always just watching movies like Ocean's Eleven and Twenty One, which are probably my like two of my favorite Vegas type films. Yeah, and and being able to finally play blackjack and and really throw down some money, and also because we are chip life, I definitely appreciate poker chips. Yeah, like, it was actually yeah, fun going dude. to. The, the, the checkout or cashier with all these different types of chips. Yeah, finally, and, like living out every aspect of the chip, chip life. life. Like yeah. we're adding in every single way we can. Next up, paint chips. That's <laughs> when we start eating paint chips, and that's when we'll really be living yep. the chip life. That's when we're starting to see stuff because of all the chemicals. Yeah. Right? It's ingesting. <laughs> oh, that'll be when we go back to Meow Wolf. Yeah. And like, just yeah. get trippy on it. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it was cool. I, I had never gone to a blackjack table like that, even though I'd gone to Vegas that many times. Like, I mean, I was usually pretty hesitant about, like, losing a bunch of money on gambling. Where it started was was going to, like, New York, New York. I mean, yeah, well, but I also don't just, I, like, the regular tables. I think on... it was just becoming comfortable with the idea of losing $15 at a time sure. on yeah. a bad hand in blackjack. And yeah. once you got to that point, you're like, all right, let's do this. But that's so. still, like, a, a that's the thing, $15, $10 minimum. Like, like the first night, I was able to um, really, like, just at least put in 20 bucks because, like, example, I, I, got my, I picked up my tips before we um, flew out just so I had extra cash. And that tip money was able to, I was able to do that my first hour yeah. in well, playing Blackjack. I think, I mean, the most important thing is that you're supposed to be comfortable losing all of the money that you 
bring out there. Otherwise, you're going to have a bad time. You <laughs> yes. know? Because yeah. it's more likely yeah. than not. And I guess, I don't know, I, I'm probably coming across sounding like a, a sore loser over here <laughs> because, we, you know, like I said, there were people in our group who did actually make a profit, yeah. uh, which is is fun, super fun. Yeah. But, but sometimes it doesn't end that way. Yeah, if yeah. you're playing with your rent money, you're going to have a bad time, I think. Oh, yeah. But... Basically, I, I'd say the, the key is to not do that. Exactly. Definitely go there when you have your bills paid, but you just you, you have some money that's... For, like, well, the way I look at it is I'm spending that money to, like, I'm spending that money. Spending that money, you know, yes. And it's like, I'm going to have some fun at the blackjack table with this money. You literally have to think, worst case scenario, I, I t- t- went, like, I landed taking out $300 and you're going to use all that three right right yeah and you're okay and you'll still be okay like you have to come in with that mentality and i totally agree i mean like realistically speaking you know you would have to like use half a paycheck for gambling and food like that's i i mean i, I don't know it what depends your on your paycheck paycheck but like yeah um, um but you're right food is a big expense in vegas so sure. that's why I'm, I'm i'm really actually even though i had a good time in vegas i'm so stoked on like going back to paying normal prices for stuff. Oh yeah, especially you know, no, food. That's why I think food and drink is definitely the most that you spend. Because um, the gambling thing is all up to you. How much you want to throw in? What uh, it depends on what table minimum you decide to choose to play. Right. But but no, definitely. And and I'm glad it was a it was a good first Vegas experience. I honestly am surprised that I like wasn't oh, with with the, the sweat drop like like <laughs> losing too much money but it's because i think it's just because i know not to be stupid right right well, you, you, and even if you had lost all your money you wouldn't have really been like oh because it wasn't like there was anything that relied on you winning that money back yeah, right and that and it just i will say like when you are cat cashing out and you are giving them your tips it does get low-key a little depressing when you see the flyers for having problems with gambling yes, it's, just, dude. it's like, so oh, real it's too. so real like it so, really is people get so addicted real. to that stuff and, and then because, it ruins their life so what it is yeah. is i i've i just i know i've been told many times from like not personally but just i've on interviews and stuff like people who have like gambled too much and whatnot and it's just it's in the moment you get so it's the adrenaline rush of throwing down big money and winning and whatnot right and, and yeah it's, right you just go too in your head and and that the thing is you just got to make sure you don't um i don't speak as an expert me neither as well the thing is that kind of thing does scare me so that's why i try to limit my gambling yeah like, yeah as long as you have a cap you're good well yeah because again nothing against these people but like i know people who gamble on literally like every sporting event they watch and for me it's like that feels like a frequency that is a little bit dangerous where i would rather just gamble with my emotions and like root <laughs> for a team and if they lose i'm like oh no my feelings gambling with yeah. my emotions yeah but yeah. i'm financially gonna be just fine so yeah definitely Guess who's going to jail tonight? <laughs> Guess who's going to jail tonight? Guess who's going to jail tonight? It's Vegas, baby. Gonna post my bail tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, this episode of Off Script. So thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. And thanks for, you know, joining me in Vegas, too. Yeah, dude. Thank you for uh, being our guide. Thank you for Vegas. letting us. Shout out to all the Vegas homies who yeah, uh, maybe listen to this. Uh, uh, I, I say shout out to all Vegas homies, especially Wesley White. He got a lot of 
fantastic. Yeah, all the photos. He brought crash. his camera and he brought. He got some fantastic photos. It, it was fan- especially when even when we had suits. There are a lot of cool cool photos. And um, I, I, I Vegas was fantastic. I'm glad I got to live out with the Chip Life boys. Oh yeah, we got to live out the poker chip aspect. Right. Yeah. So that was nice. check that off the list. So. Yeah. That's right. All right. That's it. Bye.